Hi, I'm Tatiana Antonelli Abella and I'm the founder and managing director at Goombook. This is Forward Talks, Conversations That Matter. This is a special series, Climate Leaders Rising Up to COP28, in partnership with MasterCards and with the support of the Dubai Government Media Office. We ask each of our guests, what are their expectations for COP28? Have a listen. What do you expect from COP? You know, they always say you have a better view when you're outside of COP. Uh, because everybody inside is so busy. Uh, the reality is, so under the Climate Champions team, there's a built environment team. The team's been working very hard with global partners like Building to COP Coalition, World Green Building Council. Um, and I must say the work that we're doing here is under the umbrella of the Emirates Green Building Council. And, and these players, the, these mobilizers, whether regional, local or international, are, are, are very important. Uh, because they act as a web of change makers. Um, and, and so our built environment team has been working very hard with the, the global uh, players in, in this uh, industry. Uh, there's been collaboration as well with industry players like the Green, uh, the Global Coalition for Cement and, sorry, the Global Cement and Concrete Association and steel, uh, steel uh, NGOs, etc., NGOs working in the steel industry. I don't know everything they're cooking, <laughs> but I do know that they're looking at roadmaps both to shift demand uh, demand for greener materials, for uh, more sustainable buildings, um, and they're also working on the supply side. So, for example, together with the COP presidency, there has been a big effort to look at the hard to abate sectors, cement, steel, concrete, and, and to really create at least this uh, community of practice between the businesses that are wanting to lead this decarbonization. It's not easy. Nobody has figured it out. Um, and I think it, it really boosts efforts when you share both challenges and uh, solutions that have been figured out by industry players. So there's a lot of effort. I don't know what will make it to headlines, but I think the next five to 10 years are going to be, f next five years are going to be very, very exciting in, in this space. Uh, what I can say by this COP is that um, private sector industry has been engaged at, at a new level. Uh, and I think this is something we've seen across COPs. Uh, so it is... Um, Every year we see more and more growth of the action agenda. This is what we call in our space. So anything that is outside of the negotiated pol like political discussions is the action agenda. And this has been growing exponentially. It's because you keep hearing we need more private sector involvement. We need blended finance. So if you call on private sector to get involved, they will come with their asks, but also their offers. Um, so there is this increased mobilization. Um, so that that's that's... That's for sure what I expect. In terms of the building sector per se, I, I can't necessarily like, speak on in terms of the exact outputs um, just yet. But uh, we will be at COP. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll, uh, well, we'll wait to see what, what happens. And I think there's a lot of expectations from, from the very different stakeholders uh, locally and globally. But um, having been here for so many years, both of us, we know that uh, the UAE is uh, really capable of mobilizing and inspiring uh, action. So, um, yes, and it's just a few days away. It is, yep, yep. And I think the next target we're looking at is 2030, right, as the next step, and, and, and what to achieve by then. Do you have any 
targets numbers for 2030? Yes, there are actually. So the 2030 breakthrough agenda um, is what the Climate Champions portfolio looks at. So they both have they have a um, two two sets of uh, frameworks: the 2030 breakthrough, which really looks at mitigation targets, and then the Sharm Sheikh adaptation agenda, which looks at adaptation targets. In terms of um, in terms of 2030 breakthrough for the building sector, uh, there is this aim that by 2030, all new buildings will be net zero uh, emissions operationally. Wow. And uh, 40% reduced embodied carbon. <laughs> Incredible. Yes, so that's the aspirational target by 2030. And, um, and then there are other targets for cement, steel, um, aluminum as well in terms of number of plants that are net zero emission globally at least as a proof of concepts for then this to be rolled out across uh, the industry globally and then on the adaptation side there's really this focus on shelter resilient shelter uh, and Sharm Sheikh adaptation agenda looks at uh, 4 billion people that are vulnerable uh, and, and, and securing uh, shelter for um, those that are most vulnerable today and do not have adequate shelter. And there are several initiatives that are quite um, inspiring, such as Roof Over Our Heads, who's being led, which is being led by Sheila Patel, and it's looking at slum dwellers and informal settlements and how they can be a, a, a force of, of change for their own communities, but also really mobilized to, to improve the conditions within their own communities. Yes, because um, one of the main focuses of this uh, COP will be adaptation, correct? Correct, yes. Um, this is something that we, we, we try to highlight all the time. Uh, of course, the need of funding yes. for adaptation. Uh, in terms of all the events uh, we've seen of extreme weather, flooding and, and, and storms and, and hurricanes, um, now we are actually funding rescue and, and mm -hmm. emergency situations, uh, mm -hmm. maybe double the price of what adaptation uh, would have been. So hopefully at COP we'll see also um, some announcements and agreements on in terms of, uh, of funding adaptation for the next uh, decade. A hundred percent. And I think what we have seen, uh, because also presidency has included uh, peace and fragility and speaking of, of, of of peace and the unfortunate events happening in our region, what we're seeing is um, more dialogue between the development world and the climate world. So the likes of uh, UNHCR and um, IFRC, the International Federation of Red Cross, are really trying to work much cl more closely with the players of the climate agenda because it's much better to prevent than to um, address these challenges after, after the fact. 